Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Good morning. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Bobby Baxter at the top of the hour, and today's guest is Carol Cassell. Carol, welcome to the show. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Carol is going to talk to us about sexual chemistry, and not just that, but finding the keys to keeping a lasting love going on in the relationship. And I want to tell you a little bit about Carol before we jump right into this. Carol is the president of the Society for the Scientific Study of Sexuality, and she's the former president of the American Association of Sexual Sexuality Educators. And she's a counselor and a therapist, and we're here to find out about keeping love alive. And the first thing I want to know, Carol, is there is such a difference between when we were going to school and, and especially the sex education that we received versus what's happening today and what's available to, for people today? Well, there is a tremendous difference, but not as much as you think. A lot of sex education for kids still comes from their friends, which isn't very accurate. Or, But, but today's world, what the biggest change is, is the Internet. Right. Absolutely. And, and and that's true in every subject, but here people can ask questions and find a broad spectrum of answers and probably asking more questions. That's and, right. I think that's really important for young people to get good information. There's some wonderful, wonderful Internet sites for young people. But unfortunately, an awful lot of it, they're not getting much accurate information because they don't go to those websites. So we need to do what we can as parents and friends and teachers, uh, family members, to get to help young people get more accurate information. And how can someone tell if they're receiving accurate information, if they're, they're brand new to the topic or if they're just curious, how do they find out? That's a great question. Uh, one of the things you always have to look at the source. If this is your best friend's aunt, you might think, well, maybe I need to go to a different source. But there's lots of good things. The National Campaign to Prevent Teen Pregnancy. There's a website called Stay Teen to help young people get through that maze of adolescence. Uh, there's just lots and lots of good, authentic websites for young people. And I think that an adult can check it out and then recommend those good sources to their son or their daughter. That's great to know, and you know the the veil of not secrecy, but of, um, of of being timid is certainly fallen from the education around sexuality, and and so 
we have made so much progress in that area because it's not a taboo subject. It's not whispered anymore. It's pretty much out in the open. You can turn on any television show practically and, and get a glimpse of it. And so well, you're, you're you so right, Bobby. For one thing, just go down to the supermarket. There you go. Take a look at the magazine rack. Right. And, and look at all the little headlines and so forth <laughs> on all of the magazines. And some kind of sex education 101 <laughs> is in every single magazine. And do you think this is progress? Is this a good thing? Or do you think that, that we've kind I of think taken I think it's very strange and schizophrenic in our culture because we have this openness that you just so nicely described. And yet, on the other hand, when you get to public school education, it's back to 1952. Right. Fighting about sex education in the schools and what will be taught. The funding from the federal government is back in the 50s, certainly not in the 21st century. And so we have this dichotomy where we have a lot of open information, and yet we don't all at the same time. Exactly. So when we come back, what we're really going to explore is putting passion first in our relationship, and we're going to focus on relationships and, and understanding how we can develop and call this exquisite relationship with partner. And so when we come back, Dr. Carol Cassell will be back with us talking about relationships. So hang on. This is Bobby Baxter with the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By, and we'll be right back. Sometimes your favorite shows on HealthyLife.net are on when you're busy. Maybe you're working, sleeping, exercising, eating, or meditating, and forget to listen to your favorite Healthy Life hosts. Now there's a solution. You can record or schedule a recording time of any of our radio shows direct to your PC. Then listen on your PC to the show anytime or convert the file to an MP3 and download it to your iPod or MP3 player. The iSound WMA MP3 Recorder 6.57 software offered by Abyss Media is easy to use and affordable for only $29.95. Plus, if you have any problems, you can receive free email technical support. Speaking of technical information and general info on how to order the iSound WMA MP3 Recorder 6.57 software, you can get all of that information right on our website at HealthyLife.net. You don't have to miss your favorite show ever again. Plus, you can download your favorite show and take it anywhere you want. Order the iSound WMA MP3 recorder right from HealthyLife.net today. Naturally, you make a strong statement about who you are with fabulous new clothing, shoes, bedding, and more from Eddie Bauer, the essential brand of quality apparel and gear with the up-and-coming and those who have already arrived. Today's generation knows that Eddie Bauer is the source for everything casual, comfortable, and with a flair for the entire family. Shop anytime, day or night, at eddiebauer.com, an affiliate of HealthyLife.net. And don't forget, Eddie Bauer gift certificates make the perfect statement, too. Now available at eddiebauer.com. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. 
What a great show we have for you. Thank you, Bobby, for filling in for me there for a few minutes. Dr. Carol Cassell joining us here today. Um, as we've talked about, the researcher, educator, and recognized leader and author of the acclaimed Swept Away, Why Women Confuse Love and Sex Straight from the Heart talking to teenagers about love love and sex. So, you know, when writing those books, uh, Dr. Carroll, when you sit down and you say, I'm going to make a difference in the world, there are things that I'm going to do to help people become more informed about how to live life full out. When you do that and you are who you are, the question that comes up for me is in your journey, you might have come across a few challenges, a few obstacles. I'd love to know what some of those challenges were and how you overcame them to bring you to this very moment. That's a good question, Pat. I have to give it a little thought here. But for the most part, I would say that I, I pushed very early on in my career for an enlightened sense of sexuality, that I thought it was such a prime mover in our lives. And I saw in my very first job I ever had, I was working in a clinic that tested young women to see if they were pregnant or not. Now, that ought to be a moment where you're jumping up and down and be thrilled. And yet I saw these faces of these women that were devastated at the news. And that really put me on the path to saying, this is just too important. Children should be wanted and planned for and loved, and that ought to be a wonderful moment, a spiritual moment and a physical moment in a woman's life to know she's pregnant. And so that started my path to saying, we have to make better choices in life about love, sex, and emotions. I wanted to ask you a question. I don't know if it's going to be off the beaten track or not, but are you familiar with the movie Juno? Yes, of course. I've had a whole lot of questions about Juno in my emails and at workshops that I've done over the last month. And I had mixed emotions about it. Who doesn't love the actress? Ellen Page, it was fabulous. Absolutely. She was adorable. But, you know, she's a 24-year-old paying a 16-year-old, and so she, bring, she brought a wisdom to that that maybe somebody who was really a teenager couldn't have handled. But, you know, the end of it, to assume that one could give birth, which is a dramatic moment in one's life, and just sort of move on without an emotional hiccup, I thought was not a great message. Well, and you know, it, it's, and the reason I bring that up is because there are so many different, what I believe, sets of duality going through that movie. Yeah. And what's interesting is when we look at putting passion first, when we look at sexual chemistry, um, it's incredible to have a movie like that that barely had any sex at all yeah. in it. Right, right. And and yet you have this story of this, you know, incredibly enlightened young person. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, yeah. and there is no real sexual chemistry except maybe an inappropriate one at some level. But when we're looking at our lives, when we're looking at these days where we're so busy, how can we... How can we put passion first? Well, it's, it, first of all, I think if you step, just step back a little bit and say, when I'm trying to find a soulmate today, I think it's really important to do a balance, to have that sizzle of chemistry, that attraction, and then let that move into friendship to know whether you have a real relationship. But my point being is that you've got to start out with at least some sexual chemistry 
before you exchange keys or pick out a china pattern. I think too often we're sort of in a rush to find somebody. We don't give it enough time at the very beginning of a relationship. So I say step back a little bit, say, well, I'm really attracted to this person, and then what else? is in this relationship, what other kinds of things that build a friendship. And then after that, I would say, once you've decided on a relationship, you have a relationship, it seems the last thing people do after a short amount of time of getting married is put the partner last instead of the partner first. You know, we have the job, we have the car, the dog has to go to the vet, all kinds of things happen in our lives. But I'm saying if you want passion to last over time, You've got to put your partner first. The relationship has to be your top priority. You know, I think, uh, Dr. Carroll, we looked at generations. You know, we go and we step back now, and there's a lot of, like, what do I want to call it? I don't want to say uh, fantasizing about the 60s and the 70s, of course. But, right. you know, there's this certain level of being about what the 60s and 70s were about. You know, love, peace. Uh, the freedom of, uh, of of sexual relations. I mean, there are many, many things we point to. If you had to categorize the generation or the decade that we're in now, what would it be? Right now? Mm-hmm. I would, I would be hard to do that. I'm not a philosopher, but I could look at it and say from what I can see from my little tiny perch here is that I'd say that the generation people in their 20s, okay, and that generation, I think, is reluctant to get married. I think more, fewer and fewer people of their 20s plan on getting married in their 20s. Most of them see marriage as uh, not the beginning of a life, but what you do, you settle down when you want to have children. And I think that is a major cultural shift. I mean, most people, most people, certainly middle class people, up until 15 years ago were married in their early 20s. Almost all women were married by age 23 in that class, and that's a major change. Major change. Yeah, you know, major it's, it's change. Everything and, else. And, and so is it in fact, and I wanted to, I've been dying to ask you this question, because <laughs> this is such a, this is such a, a, what I call transformative topic for so many people. And, you know, one of the things that comes to mind in looking at this is this idea of, yes, we don't want to get married right away. You know, we're coming out of the gate 20-year-old and maybe right. 30 years old. Then the clock is ticking, and then we start to think about children. But we've developed this pattern of living already. We've right. developed this pattern of working and want more work. And how do we sort of undo what seems to be learned behavior about the outer world so that we could take more time for the passion uh, in, in our relationships. Well, that's a good point. You know, it's interesting because while we have this workaholic nation, which we are, still you have more people enrolling in yoga that's ever happened, going off to, you know, workshops about the inner self. So we have, again, a kind of a funny switch going on in our culture. But I think the biggest difference about the cultural big earthquake shift here on marrying much later is then we can't raise young women and young men to say, someday there will be one person for you because you, they're going to be 30-something before they find that one person they're committed to. So we have to understand 
that you could love many different people growing up and see a different experience with different people in your life. So I think instead of this idea, there's only one person for you, you should save yourself for that one person, that message has to be more realistic. You know, and it, listening to you and thinking about the world we live in and certainly the work that you've done, I mean, you know, your, your research definitely points to a new level of awareness. And the question that comes to mind is, even when we get to this place where we realize that we're not connecting, uh, you know, heart to heart, how do we help couples take that first step to create a change in the pattern that they've done so well? Right, exactly. Well, this will sound a little funny, but I, I trust me on this one, okay? <laughs> okay. Is that every single day, every single day, you find some time to spend two minutes just to really be there for your partner. Physically hug, little nibbles around the ear, no passionate kiss at that point. Just be there, just to be there physically, close, quiet, physically. And then later sometime in the day or earlier in the day, whatever works, I'm two minutes to just talk to your partner. Not that little thing, how are you, how was your day, how was the office? But I mean, really, to be there for that person. That's four minutes a day. That's all. And most couples spend less than two minutes communicating and connecting all day. So I'm just suggesting a little shift here, two minutes of just being calm and cool and physically close, and two minutes to pay attention to your partner. That's and truly be present in the two minutes. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like and two not, be, not be creating right. or on your cell phone or whatever. Or yeah. thinking about being on your cell phone. No, but, that's you know, there's something really even worse than being on your cell phone. That's you know thinking that's about it. Pat, that's so important. When I say be there, I really mean be there. Totally focused on your partner. And I can tell you that if people do that, they'll see a world of difference in the emotional bond between them and their partner. Well, you know, this is part of the journey that I think millions and millions of people are on right now, and that is the journey to find love, whether it is, you know, love with a partner or love with oneself. We hear this so much, Dr. Casella. We hear this so much right now about finding love, about their coming from a place of love, about love being the answer, love being the solution. Why, if we're getting so much information about love, does it seem to elude so many people? I think it's because they don't really understand what love is and how it differs from lust. For example, I'm very big on this idea of paying attention to sexual chemistry, that sizzle, whatever that connection is, because that is a deep, deep, unconscious connection to another person. It's the pheromones, and that's a whole chemical slew of cocktails here, that attract you to another person, so you ought to pay attention to that. But that's not love. That's not even close to love. (laughs) That's sexual attraction. Call it lust if you want to. Call it chemistry. But that's not love. Love doesn't happen in an instant. Love takes time, and it builds on a base of friendship. And I think people misunderstand it. 
they think that this sizzle is going to last forever and they get very disappointed when it doesn't. And the truth is that sexual chemistry is a short shelf life. It's not going to last forever. It's going to come and it's going to go. But if it's built on friendship, over time you can have a passionate love. But people expect the chemistry to be the love, and that won't work. Well, we've got lots to talk about. What do you do when the sizzle fizzles? We're going to have that conversation with Dr. Carol Cassell joining us here today. Swept Away, Why Women Confuse Love and Sex, one of her books. Also, straight from the heart, and we're going to be talking about what each and every one of us can do to put the sizzle back in our lives. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and I'm here with Dr. Carol Cassell. When we're back, we'll talk about that sizzle, and we'll talk about whether or not you can truly bring that back. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you hurt. We want to help. We are so sure that Topperson will work for you. We offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief without side effects, just ask for Topperson. Topperson is now available at Fred Meyer, Natural Food, and other fine stores. Go to Topperson.com for a store near you or call 1-800-959-1007. Topperson.com or 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. Learn how to balance mind, body, and heart during your own renaissance and improve the quality of your life and those around you. Bust the crust of your egoic thinking. Michael Nardi, the Renaissance Man, author of the new book, Stop Thinking, Start Living, and Begin Celebrating Every Moment, tells the story of his mother-in-law, Mama Jay, her miracle, and how he stopped thinking and how he celebrates every moment. Check out michaelnardi.com. That's Michael, N-A-R-D-I dot com. From a place of special energy, the Sedona tools are specially crafted to work with the disruptive emotional energies of traumatic experience. You can release and resolve the past, move gracefully through the present, and attract the future you wish with power that's already yours. Your intent and creative visualization. Now work with the right tools. Visit thesedonatools.com. That's the S-E-D-O-N-A tools.com. What does HealthyLife.net and Amazon.com have in common? Well, they're both available on the Internet. They both give great value. But most important, most of our positive program hosts and guests are accomplished authors. And their books are available from, you got it, Amazon.com. Now it even gets better than that. Because when you're listening on air to a HealthyLife.net host or guest, you can go directly to Amazon.com and you can order your book while you're still listening to your favorite HealthyLife.net program. So when you hear an author you like, go to the homepage of HealthyLife.net and click on Amazon.com. 
Amazon.com. You're listening to CHSR Real Radio on the web. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile, and wow, I'm like very, very thrilled to have Dr. Carol Cassell joining us here today. As I said before, she has written three books that have been acclaimed by USA Today, uh, two psychology today in the Journal of Sex Research. You know, we're talking about a topic that I think used to be talked about a lot more often than it really is right now. And what I mean by that is we're talking about it now. We have a pop culture that sensationalizes sex and sexual attraction. But are we really doing the things that not only get rid of the fizzle, but bring the sizzle back into our lives? You know, Dr. Carroll, in, in looking at this, I don't think we've been in an era where there has been more media, more pop culture information, more uh, visualized sexual images, and yet we have a population of accelerated uh, rates of divorce. Yes, it's, it's astonishing, really. And again, I think there's two factors on it. One is we go into a relationship really not having a clear sense of what our emotions are, what drives those emotions, and with an understanding that uh, there's a wonderful old Irish saying that says, if you want to love and know me, come live with me. And that is the difference. If you're going to be with somebody every single day, that it's not going to be one big romantic fairy tale because of life is what it is. And I think people get the wrong expectations. In fact, I did a book, uh, an academic book called White Weddings. <laughs> I was shocked doing the research on that, how women focus on the wedding, not the marriage. And it's kind of like after the wedding is over with, you know that disappointment sinks in within three months. And no, I, 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 you know I, I and, you know I think we kind of blow that off a little bit uh, and to uh, po- you know post wedding blues. Yes, you know the letdown from from all of the excitement of the ceremony, yeah, then the honeymoon. People used to get married in a modest way. They had their family and a couple friends of church. Then there was the church supper thing. But it wasn't a wedding planners and extravaganza and, you know, borrowing money to have a wedding. And I think that sets up culturally the wrong kind of expectation. What loyalty, commitment, being there. People say the vows, but they're so focused on the wedding they don't get. They just vowed for a lifetime to being with this person. And so how do we get at the bottom of this? I mean, where does it all start? There's a couple you know, things. I think one is I'd like to see people take a more realistic look at getting married in the first place and understand don't be in a rush. Never, ever marry someone you haven't really known well for two years. And you know you have to know their middle name and meet their parents and siblings and friends. Too many people have an isolated love relationship and then get married, and wow, then the shock happens. But let's just say now you've done all the right things and you're together. Now the fizzle, as you said, is setting in. There's a couple things. One is try to remember why you wanted to get married. Didn't you? Weren't you crazy about this person at one point? 
And so I think you have to go back. Instead of treating them like a college roommate, is remember this is your lifetime lover and treat them like a lover. And that's really a different way for men and women. Women think men can read their minds about this. And men can't read a woman's mind, I absolutely assure you. So you have to tell them. If you want flowers, tell them I want some flowers. You just have to not expect that he's going to know what you want. And for women to look at men, you know there's two magic words that women hardly use to men, and it's called thank you. Mm. Men thrive, just like you water a plant, you know, and the plant blossoms. You know. Well, men are like that about appreciation. Women way underestimate appreciation with a man. And what I discovered is she says, I'm just giving him constructive criticism, and he says she's kicking me to the curb. So there is a difference in how men and women feel about constructive, quote-unquote, criticism. Women need to be very aware that that really takes a lot of that sizzle out of a relationship. So a man has to feel appreciated, and a woman has to feel that he still cares about her romantically. Those two things are key in a relationship. And well, I love what you're just talking about, because not only is it, you know, going through that, what may seem to be that little extra effort, but boy, you know, finding out what kind of flowers your partner likes. I mean, come on. I mean, these are things that are so basic and so fundamental to when my folks were growing up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it seems like we don't value them in the way we did, and yet we wonder why we're having to work so hard to have that sexual chemistry back. Exactly. And so that's one of the things is just sort of stop and treat your partner like that partner is your lover, you know, and act like a lover yourself and kiss your partner like you mean it. I can't tell you the number of men who said to me, she just gives me these little pecks, you know, and I want to, you know, kiss your partner like you mean it, just like you used to do when you were going together. For some reason, over time, and this has been different research studies, people, when they're courting, shall we say, going together, they kiss like they mean it. They get married, and they almost stop kissing. And kissing is fundamental to kick in the pheromones of sexual desire. It's key. So isn't that sad that people stop kissing? Well, it's not only sad, it's actually mind-boggling. You know, and uh, don't you think it has to do with sort of the build-up, the mystery, you know, the the hiding around that next corner to steal that kiss, and now you're in a relationship, now you're married, and it's right there in front of you all the time. Exactly. And so, again, stop for a minute and say, wow, you know, this is my lover, and particularly for men. If, a, if their partner kisses them like they mean it again, it just sparks the romantic hero back into a man. I mean, men really respond in that romantic hero. Yeah. Well, and that's how what we're talking. How hard is that? You know, how hard is that? Well, and that's the question we'll talk about when we come back. I mean, how hard is it really? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, is it the, a question of of taking that kind of action? Or is it a message that the relationship just does not have the sizzle? And how do you determine what does, what doesn't? We're going to be taking a short break. When we come back, 
we'll be talking with Dr. Carroll about how to know when you're in and when you're out and what does it mean to part ways with love. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Go Green at the Go Green Expo, New York City's largest eco-friendly consumer trade show on April 26th and 27th. Purchase the latest eco-friendly products and services from hundreds of exhibitors and learn from the best of green leaders. Visit GoGreenExpo.com. Learn how to green your life and help your environment. See Dr. Pat in person and listen to her speak with other top eco-minded leaders. Go Green Expo on April 26th and 27th in New York City. Visit GoGreenExpo.com. Do you or a loved one have chronic pain? ABC Health Solutions introduces Ferroblock, a fabric that relieves chronic pain with no side effects. Ferroblock's unique construction of micro-thin stainless steel and nylon interrupts EMFs, or high-frequency waves, from damaging our cells, causing inflammation and pain. Call 253-631-8270 or visit abchealthsolutions.biz to see a short video regarding Ferroblock. That's abchealthsolutions.biz. Do you want a better relationship to achieve outstanding business and career goals or to improve your health and fitness? You have the answers. All the power you need is within you. Personal transformation is about a solid foundation in the workings of the conscious and unconscious mind with a seminar or training that gets you high and keeps you there. Contact the Empowerment Partnership and unlock your hidden potential. Call 1-800-800-MIND or visit NLP.com. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Stop surviving. Start living. This is the year to bring your practice and your patients to the next level. Come to the workshop that can help you transform your practice and your life. See how beliefs affect our bodies and learn specific techniques for creating optimal health. Sponsored by the Institute of Healing Arts and Sciences. This workshop will help you do all of this and more. Register now for Merging Alternative and Traditional Therapies April 11th through the 13th in Hartford, Connecticut. Call 866-303-HEAL. Naturally, you make a strong statement about who you are with fabulous new clothing, shoes, bedding, and more from Eddie Bauer, the essential brand of quality apparel and gear with the up-and-coming and those who have already arrived. Today's generation knows that Eddie Bauer is the source for everything casual, comfortable, and with a flair for the entire family. Shop anytime, day or night, at eddiebauer.com, an affiliate of HealthyLife.net. And don't forget, Eddie Bauer gift certificates make the perfect statement, too. Now available at eddiebauer.com. You choose. Programs you want, never anything you don't. The way radio should be. HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. If you want to find out more about us, check us out on our website. Go to www.thedrpatshow.com. T-H-E-D-R-PatShow.com. And if you if you just put in DrPatShow.com, it will get you there as well. Uh, my very special guest today, Dr. Carol Cassell, joining us here today. We're talking about, uh, actually we're talking about many, many different things, but we're, we're talking about this, this notion of love and this notion of infatuation and whether or not we understand what it means to put passion first. 
you know, how do we keep that chemistry? How do we keep that spark igniting? And so she's here joining us today, and we're we're talking about the, the different things that happen in relationships and what each and every one of us can do, you know, to tweak this a little bit, Dr. Carroll. <laughs> well, yeah, let's pick up where we left off on that. And one of the things that women can do is to understand it's not right or wrong. It just is. Men are very visual creatures. That's just the way they are. They're also creatures that when it comes to sensuality, they need a little variety. You kind of have to rattle his sexual cage every now and then because the same old, same old is what puts the fizzle into the sizzle, as you say. And so women have to really sort of take the lead on this because they're just more aware in relationships. And it's what I call you have to put a bow on your package. <laughs> and what I mean by that is think, think about how you look. Do you really put on a little lipstick and fluff up your feathers a little bit here? Uh, or you just take it for granted that you can look any way you look and he'll still be sexually interested in you because that diminishes a man's interest in a woman. I'm not saying you have to dress up and every day of your life. Of course not. But I'm just saying think a little bit more. If you're wearing old gray sweats all day Saturday, stop. Look in the mirror. Would, would you have looked like that when you were going together? So, you know, it's kind of fluff it up a little bit more. And the second thing is that so many men said to me, I buy my wife beautiful lingerie. She never wears it. And I say to her, well, where is that Valentine's Day lingerie I gave you? And she says, I'm saving it. And my point is, why? <laughs> Don't save it. Wear it. Don't come to bed in the flannel nightgown with the button missing. I mean, think about that putting that whole look together, that whole sensual look. And again, treat your partner like a lover. Well, and you know, it's interesting that that you you bring that up. I mean, what is the answer? I mean, what is the idea uh, that women have about uh, sexuality and about love and about romance? I mean, you know, have we figured out? Uh, if we were to generalize, which I don't like to do because I think we're all different, but if we were to kind of take a look across the board, you know, what is it that women say, you know, truly turns them on? Well, I think this will, this will sound so funny, but women are, women are very conscious about something that's unconscious, and that's smell. A man's smell and there's been so many scientific experiments around this, it's very, very clear that there is something about a man's pheromones that attract a woman to this particular man, and then that continues over time. One of the big mistakes that men make is forgetting that, yes, you've been together, but you still have to treat her in a romantic kind of way. And so, again, men need to be very aware. I had to laugh at what uh, an older gentleman said to me in an interview. He said, well, you know, young men take a shower at night and old men take a shower in the morning. And I laughed out loud. I thought that was so funny. But his point being, being fresh and being romantic, you know, it's, it's both partners have to be aware of that and not take each other for granted. And you know, th this is something that we, if we're if we're too busy with our PDAs and we're too busy with our cell phones, 
you know, how are we going to be in tune and in touch with what it what it means to really take time for those extra things right. that we can do to make sure that the flame doesn't die out. I mean, is it inevitable, Dr. Carroll? I mean, is it inevitable? I mean, we hear this a lot that, you you know, there's the romance. There are stages of romance. Right. Uh, you go through the stages of romance, and you could pretty much expect, the you know, the sizzle to die out. And we hear that over and over again. I mean, is that something that we absolutely have to buy into? No. What you have to buy into is that the sizzle will ebb and flow and then reignite again. But it's not consistent. It's not going to be 24-7 where you're going to feel that intense, sensual, erotic feeling to your partner. You're just not. You're wear out and have a heart attack. So it will ebb and flow. But what's important is to make sure that that passion continues over time. I interviewed couples, and those couples that still kept that passion alive between them by being romantic, treating their partner right, not being critical of their partner, doing all of those things, you could tell those two, those people just scratched the surface and they enjoy each other, they're really there for each other, and it was wonderful to see. So the problem is expecting the intensity to be there all the time rather than to accept like everything in life, it's going to ebb and flow. Well, yeah, I mean, when we look at some of the things we can do on a day-to-day basis, we better step up and do them. I mean, you know, we're not, I don't think you and I are kind of talking about, gee, wouldn't it be nice if we did these things? I mean, there's a reason that, you know, divorce rates are so high. I'm not sure that I I know the, the reasons for them. But certainly there are things we could do to show our love on a day-to-day basis. And the question that I would ask you is how important are those gestures on a day-to-day basis? You know, how important are they to build that foundation for a thriving sexual relation? If if you don't take the time, just at four minutes a day, it'd be nice to spend eight, 16 minutes too, but just as a basic four minutes, it's all important. It makes a world of difference in relationships. And again, there's been long, long the National Family Cert Growth, the National Family Growth Survey, which is a longitudinal study. That's some of the information that's come out of that is how these small gestures have such great impact on a couple feeling emotionally bonded to each other. Well, you know, emotionally bonded is part of the mix as well. We're going to take a short break. My very special guest today, uh, Dr. Carol Cassell, is joining us here today. We're looking at and we're talking about how to keep the passion alive. What does it mean? What is passion? And what can each and every one of us do? We've talked about a number of different things today, but if you've got something going on that is truly separating you from your partner, what action can you take? We'll talk about that when we come back from break. Uh, you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive Five. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Carol Cassell. Revitalize your soul with Wayne Dyer. 
Robert Holden, Doreen Virtue, Marianne Williamson, Greg Braden, and your other favorite Hay House authors on a day or weekend retreat in Las Vegas. It's the annual I Can Do It conference on June 26th through 29th at the Sands Expo, and it's packed with inspiring keynote lectures, interactive workshops, autograph sessions, exhibitors, and more than 35 best-selling authors. Tickets start at only $75. Call 800-654-5126 or visit ICanDoIt.net. There is within you a power so great that you discover in the one command. This revolutionary new book is taking thousands to success in moments. The one command stops your negative thoughts in their tracks. In this teaching, you are able to reach naturally and easily into the deepest levels of yourself and make remarkable changes in your life. Go to commandingwealth.com and start your new, rich future now. Order the one command at commandingwealth.com. Are you one of the millions of frustrated people who can't take off weight or keep it off on a low-fat or low-calorie diet? It's hard, isn't it? Well, don't despair another day. The Sugar-Free Miracle Diet is the answer to your prayers. I'm Karen Bentley, and I lost 130 pounds on this program. I'm also the founder and CEO of the Sugar-Free Miracle Diet Company. Go to SugarFreeMiracle.com, that's SugarFreeMiracle.com, and get started today. A good life is essential, and that's why I listen to HealthyLife.net. And for nutritional support for me and my family, my business goes to HealthyLife.net affiliate, GNC LiveWell. It's the trusted name in the vitamin and supplement industry. And that's essential when you're the one responsible for your good health and the well-being of your family. GNC LiveWell has a multitude of convenient locations near you and is always open on the Internet at GNC.com. GNC LiveWell. The name says it all. Pep it up with positive energy power right here on HealthyLife.net. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I am so thrilled to have Dr. Carol Cassell joining us here today. And I want to thank every single one of you for tuning in. Uh, Healthy Life uh, has got the most incredible group of listeners, and we're so thrilled to be part of this network. Uh, you know, Dr. Carol, we're talking about many, many different things today. I mean, is, is are we at a place where, as a society, that we should be alarmed? I think so, because... Marriage is the foundation for family, and that is, it, it just is everything you can think of a healthy society with schools, children, young people, and so forth. And so I think we need to go back to the basics and invest in healthy marriages. I think it's really critical for the big picture of a society. And so the, the big picture is something that our families, our you know, our grandmothers, our our parents grew up with a bigger picture. I mean, we were, uh, you know, gathering around yesterday, and it was interesting, uh, the comment that was made. It was, what happened to our grandmothers even living close to us? And, you know, and I don't know if we moved away to as a way to save our relationships, thinking that, you know, we'd be able to strengthen the bond that we have together. But clearly, there have been many, many shifts in our society around relationships. And I guess the question that I want to ask you, it's a chicken and egg question. 
you know, is it that we have changed our way of being together or have we been influenced by the media and the pop culture? I mean, it's actually which came first. I, I think that it's, again, people go into marriage sometimes not seeing it, what it is, a commitment and a loyalty to this other individual rather than just a couple romantic partnership. Marriage is an institution, you know. You sign a contract. <laughs> it's a state institution. And so I think we need to take a really deep look at what can we do to help marriages be healthier. And it might be, again, massive child care centers. It might be flex time for women at work so they can be home more. Uh, housing that is more community-friendly, so people can meet each other, have neighbors again. And if you look at the suburbs, it's just endless rows of houses, and it's not conducive to family and community. So there's like big mega things that have to do literally with city planning, and then down to the personal level, where we have a lot more courses for people before they get married, understanding budgeting, understanding sex, understanding what it means to live with another person. So I think it's on two levels, one a small level and one a larger level. And, you know, this is, seems massive for people to wrap their arms around, but we're talking about some things that folks can do today. Yes. You know, I don't think people get together and get married so that they can, you know, figure out uh, when they're when they're going to terminate the relationship. I think we enter with the intention of of being together. The question I want to ask you, though, is: Have we changed the intention? It used to be you enter with the intention of being together forever. Do right. people really think they're going to be together forever right now? Boy, that's such a great question, Pat, because I found that a dilemma for, you know, do people go in with the idea, well, if it doesn't work out, I can always leave, or do they, like they used to, this is it, we're going to make this work, and I think there is an unconscious in some level and conscious on the other that, well, we'll get married, but if it doesn't work out, you know, we can leave. And I'm not, I don't think you have to have compulsory marriage here. But again, I think to take a look at things in a different way for people and to change our expectations that marriage is a commitment. You know, you don't have to get married. You can continue to just go together. But once you decide to get married, that there should be a sense of commitment. And I think those uh, workshops and seminars are called marriage enhancement, or they're called lots of things, but that's the type of thing. And I think those are great, where every year you go to a workshop and take time to learn again how to communicate again. But rather than waiting to things fall apart, we should encourage couples to just sort of like you get an oil change in your car, you know, go every year and spend some time to make sure you're communicating the way you want to communicate. Well, I mean, this is part of, you know, the, the, the question of whether or not we truly understand what commitment means. I mean, because, you know, you and I have talked about that throughout the show. You know, have we even gone to say that we've changed our perception or all the value level around the word commitment? Well, I think look at the celebrities around us, which are like the, the new role models of society. Right. And there just is no commitment there at all. I mean, it's like musical chairs, the way they change partners all the time. And so I think at another level, 
at church and family, we have to give different messages that talk about what commitment is. And commitment is being there for the good times and the bad times. It's both. It's not just for the good times. And, you know, when we look at this, uh, my special guest today, Dr. Carol Cassell, you know, we're thrilled to have her joining us on the show today. And we're talking about many, many different things. But I want to make sure that everybody has your website so they can find out more about you, get copies of your books, uh, and find out how they can connect with you directly. Why don't we give out your website right now? I would love to have people. It's www.putpassionfirst.com. And on that site, by the way, I'd love to have you participate. I am a scientist, a researcher, and there is something called the Love Interview, and it's very short, and it's anonymous and confidential, and people are welcome to contribute their their opinions, their comments. They just fill it out on the Internet, and it gets sent to me, and I have no idea who filled it out, and they can maybe their interview will appear in my next book. You know, we're not really uh, having a difficult time these days finding topics, especially around love. Uh, to, to talk about, you know, and, and yet at the same time, I think that there has been a shift in the degree to which people, uh, young people especially, uh, can talk about sex. Have you noticed a change in the direction we're going in schools with regard to sex education? Oh, yes, definitely. In fact, I did a workshop uh, called Love's Wise Choices to a group of parents that all have teenagers in high school. And on one level, it is sort of amazing. We think that young people are so open about sex and they're so knowledgeable about sex, but they're not. But frankly, young women dress in a very provocative way. Uh, and yet they don't seem to be knowledgeable at all about sensuality, their own sexuality. And so parents are sort of baffled. It's sort of the girl woman is the high school student. And so I think the parents need to go back to the basics and talk about what sensuality is, not just sex. And, you know, this is, again, we've talked about it in terms of the pop culture. Uh, and much more. I mean, all you need to do is turn on a television set, and it doesn't really matter. It used to be that you only turned on certain channels and you got bombarded, but that's not it anymore. It's in our media. It's in our commercial. It's in our advertising. The question is, what does it mean in shaping, you know, a young one's uh, uh, right to life, so to speak, or shaping a young one's ability to deal with complicated issues? We'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll be back with our wrap-up. Do you want a better relationship to achieve outstanding business and career goals or to improve your health and fitness? You have the answers. All the power you need is within you. Personal transformation is about a solid foundation in the workings of the conscious and unconscious mind with a seminar or training that gets you high and keeps you there. Contact the Empowerment Partnership and unlock your hidden potential. Call 1-800-800-MIND or visit NLP.com. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. 
Is your cell phone harming your health? Evidence has shown that electropollution can have a devastating effect on our health and may increase our risk for disease and illness. Scientifically validated and patented technologies that neutralize the harmful effects are now available. Email mybiopro at AOL.com or call 503-781-5604. For more information, visit thrive.emf411.com. No triple W in this address. We're HealthyLife.net, reaching and helping a worldwide audience without hype, without shock, and without shenanigans. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm so thrilled Dr. Carol Castell joining us here today. We've talked about a lot of different things, and you certainly can go to her website. Dr. Cal, I want to thank you for joining us. And I wanted to ask you, as we wrap this show up, what can we say? What's your personal message for our listeners today? I think to be very positive in a relationship, don't be critical of your partner. Remember why you wanted to get married, why you wanted to be with that person, and treat them the way you would your very best friend. Wow, that is absolutely phenomenal advice. Uh, and definitely those of you that know what it's like to have a significant other that is both a partner and a friend, you understand the richness in that. Dr. Carroll, again, thank you so much for joining us here today. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Dr. Pat Show. And if you want more information about Dr. Carroll, make sure you check it out on her website, which is putpassionfirst.com. We'll see you next week.